The following production is part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is the Dashing Duo, Derek and myself, Mike. And hey, Derek. Yeah. I got some guests for us. Excellent. And, and these guests are involved in one of our favorite things. How would I tell, how would you feel if I told you we are going to be talking to people involved with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Turtles in a half shell. Calabunga, dude. We have from Playmates Toys, Pat Linden and Carl Aronian. How is hey everyone doing? Doing well. Outside of the tech, this is outside the technical glitches we had to get the show up tonight. <laughs> yeah. No, all all good. Thanks for having us on. Oh, it's our pleasure. Uh we had last year, near the end of the year. Yeah, it was like last December. We had uh, some folks from Playmates to talk about uh, Godzilla versus Kong and those toys. Oh, yes. That's and right. uh, I think we also talked a little Billy Elish and uh, I think uh, the spy spy toys because of Zoe, how she loves it. But <laughs> we're going back to our childhood with Pat and yes. Carl here. And uh, before we get into the turtles, tell us a little bit about what exactly you guys do at Playmates Toys. So we could so we could feel jealous. Go for it, Pat. <laughs> yep. So uh, this is Pat talking. Um, I've been at Playmates for 20, 23 years. Just as long as I've been at Disney. Wow. So kudos. <laughs> yes, for quite a while. And work on uh, product development and marketing for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and a number of other brands. Oh, sweet. Sweet. What about you, Carl? Um, I've been at Playmates Toys for 20-something years. Uh, this is my third tour of duty. Started originally in uh, 1986, hired to work on Turtles, and uh, I've been <laughs> back a couple times since then to, to work on Turtles again uh, uh, and uh, work with Pat. So awesome. Probably the uh, of all the brands that Pat and I have worked on. I think it's pretty safe to say this is the one that is not only the most fulfilling, but it's just the most fun too. Because you can do so much with turtles, and it and it yeah. feels right, and it and it's fun, and people enjoy it, and it's 
Yeah, it's a great one. And we've yep. always had and we've always worked with a ton of great people through the years. What was it like? Uh, so I want to hit this right off the bat. What was it like to see uh, with the show, the toys that made us, they focused on the turtles and all the work that you guys were involved with. Um, and, and how did we feel in, in just in terms of seeing that on screen? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, honestly, and we had done one before also, by the way, we had done one for Star Trek. Uh, that's right. That's right. A, uh, yeah. A couple of years. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. And a couple of years prior and, and clearly, you know, they had honed things, the, you know, the elements and the editing and the production values. Uh, I mean, clearly the whole series was uh, successful because, it, you know, they, they went from quickly lighting things in the Star Trek uh, interview to flying over to Hong Kong and interviewing a lot of folks involved with turtles originally. Um, and I think they did a darn good job of capturing the spirit of turtles and really editing something together that had heart and, you know, brought to life all these personalities. Um, yeah, it was, it was a fun thing. Awesome. Well, I want to touch on, um, we've gotten a couple lines ourselves and, um, I have to confess, we were we were planning to do a review video, and I think we still are, Derek. Uh, we need to get together one night, yeah, yeah. and do a combined review. Um, but things got crazy for me at work. I work at Walt Disney World. Never hidden that. Uh, I'm in entertainment. Never hidden that. It's crazy. Um, and then I also ended up getting COVID. Oh shoot! And yeah. I really didn't want to do anything during August. <laughs> um, Especially that, that, not video. <laughs> that first, that first, that first couple of week, uh, that first week um, was because I tested positive on a Thursday. Started showing symptoms on a Wednesday. When we recorded the um, the next Wednesday after I tested positive, I mean it was an okay show, but it, it was very obvious I was not completely there. And but, how are you feeling now? Um, not too bad. I still get the occasional headaches. Uh, easy headaches come a little easier from the weather, right? Because of it. Um, Catching my breath at times still an issue. Like if if I get into a laughing fit tonight, I may start choking because I can't catch air. Right, right. <laughs> um, other than that, I never lost taste. I never lost smell. Huh. I'm upset that I did not get the COVID diet and lose thirty pounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think I may have. Put Mike, on, how long did it hit you for? Um, good. I would say almost. I was still very nasally and congested when we recorded that Wednesday, right? I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I really never got the COVID flu or COVID fever. COVID flu. Brain fog is one that I still struggle with. Um, I never got the COVID fevers. Closest I got was one hundred point nine. Jesus, well, um, but what if you what if you find out that you never even recorded an episode and this was all. Just in your head. <laughs> Some tells me I took I, I took the wrong pill. I probably should have taken. If I took the blue pill, I should have taken the red pill. I was going to say. It's blue there blue. you go. <laughs> um, but for free comic book day, this is one of my favorite sets. And first turtles figures I have gotten since college, actually. And I don't even know where what happened. I may have passed on that turtle figure to some, some freshman college when I'm <laughs> when I moved. But um black and white. Pat Charles uh, my favorite. favorite. I love this. Now the this when I got the box, I first glanced and I thought there was some damage to the box. I'm like, cool. It makes it easier for me to let them breathe because the set can't stay in the box. They gotta be displayed in their glory. I love the set. Um I'm jealous. They're cool. Yeah. Thank you. 
Yeah, Pat, I, that, Pat, that's my favorite set. I've always told you that. <laughs> well, I, I had asked Sarah if y'all had an extra set so we could get them to, to Derek, too. And I guess it wasn't there. Um, so this was one of the two sets I got from Sarah. Uh, Derek got a set from Sarah as well. Um, the review, which we will do the reviews. Two weeks after we got this, y'all announced a Walmart exclusive, black and white, battle the pizza box i'm like oh y'all are killing me now <laughs> i am digging uh, i love this black and white series to me this that's is not us though pat right no that is not playmates really yeah dude it's a long story but some of these collector guys uh collector manufacturers are getting more and more into it but uh because yep. our next one will uh-huh. be, let's see our next one pat should be well there's the well more movie right yeah yeah, there was a movie set that was sold at Target as a bundle. Okay. The movie one set. Now, this is based on the original films. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Oh. 1990s. Oh. In a, in a, in the, uh, in a subway car themed package. Correct. And then oh. Pat for spring. Cool. Yeah. Then for spring, we have a number of two packs, which are Leo and Rocksteady and Mikey and Bebop <sighs> as a two pack. Six, six inch scale, six inch. right, and then we okay. I, did I, the I just four original basic turtles in the four and a half inch scale. Okay, as single packs. I, this may come as a shock to you guys. My favorite turtle is Michelangelo. <laughs> Michelangelo. I don't know why. Correct. We know why. We know why. This is this is our personality <laughs> test. We we, we do. <laughs> Michelangelo's the party dude who's kind of wild and crazy and you know and and so that's your personality yeah actually Derek, I'm, what about I'm not, you? I'm, not a, I'm not a big party dude i i like mikey because it's a turtle with my name on it okay good point <laughs> i guess i guess we didn't have to look much deeper than that did we? <laughs> <laughs> well so this will be interesting uh my favorite turtle has always been Raphael. Derek, that that just says it all man because you know raf's the angry one Yes, he's uh, he lashes out. <laughs> he's, he's angst filled. Uh, <laughs> well, here, so, here's uh, wow. Here's the cool part, Derek. You were you were on the show when we had Rob Paulson on, right? Or was that Marty? Was there? I think that was before me. But then I'm gonna have to figure out how to get Rob back on the show. Oh, that would be awesome. Because we ha- he always comes off as such a good guy. He yeah, he was yeah. such a great guy. Uh, I met him at a MegaCon uh, one year at MegaCon here in Orlando. Um, asked him about coming on. Uh, he said no problem. When I emailed him, he said yeah, things are really busy plus everything else. Uh, not realizing that was around the time he was battling throat cancer. Oh shit! Oh, so. Yeah. He was at MegaCon the next year, and I went up, and I was going, I'm buying an autograph. My, And I, I have badges for us that have our name and the show logo on it, um, just to kind of draw attention and get people to ask questions. Yeah. But they were flipped backwards. So he, didn't, he, he looked at me and goes, you're Mike with, uh, you have a podcast, right? Went, yes, sir, wow, I do. What a memory. He goes, wow. I really feel bad about what happened. Give me a shout. In a few weeks, I want to come on and do the show. A few weeks, we scheduled the. Inter- I contacted him. We scheduled the interview. Did the show. One of my favorite shows. And and how's his health? Uh, from what I'm seeing, he's he's doing great shape because they're doing. They were before the pandemic doing the Animaniacs on tour, oh, which I want right. to see. Oh yeah. See. Yeah, I would love to see that. So, well, you know what? I, I really, I mean, Pat, I hope they bring him on board for whether it's, you know, 
whether it's the movie or the follow-up series, but in 2023, he's, I mean, he's been part of Turtles, obviously, since day one, and he should have some role. You know, maybe they've got to give him a third, you know, a a third different Turtle this time. (laughs) Oh, because, yes, he was the original Raphael, but when it came back in Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, the 2012 one, I think, right? Yeah, it was 2012. Okay. He came back as uh, Leo, right? No, Don- no. Donnie, right? Donatello. Yeah, it was Donnie. It was Donnie. Yeah, yeah. Donnie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they definitely but, have to bring him back. This is this is brain fog. Mikey's orange, Roth's red, obviously. Leo's blue, and Donnie's yeah. purple? Yeah. Okay. Mike, Don- you screwing with us? No. <laughs> No. <laughs> is this COVID talking? Is this Matrix? <laughs> do, do I, I think I'm going to Do you remember who had what weapons, Mike? Mm, no. Uh, Mikey. <laughs> Mikey's you should Chucks, that. right? Yep. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. No cheating. <laughs> Don, Donatello. Donatello's package. Now, are you a big pizza eater too? Is that uh, I, the territory? I, I do. I love pizza. Okay. I love I Stromboli <laughs> as well. Love a mean Stromboli. <laughs> so yeah, the other last weekend I had a craving for pizza and ordered a uh, a medium Detroit style from Pizza Hut. Right. Now you know who else you guys should talk to from a voice talent standpoint. Maybe you already have actually is. Pat, the name of the voice of uh, Michelangelo. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh my God, I'm blanking What's his out. Name? <sighs> so am I. He uh, he was in. Uh, He's on Ben Ten. He was well. one of the Ben Ten characters. He's yeah. in uh, the famous Western series on HBO. Oh, I'm blanking out. Uh, so am I. So am I. Um, Greg. You mean Greg Sipes? Greg Sipes, yep. Oh, Ooh, Greg yes. Sipes we'll have to get Greg Sipes. is hilarious. Yeah, that was <laughs> Yeah. You know, we may, we may have to contact Rob, see if he could get the original Turtle game together and we do like a, a Turtles roundtable. That'd, that'd, be, be, that, that'd be huge. That would be cool. And as you guys know, all the, I mean, and Turtles is the same way, but all the nostalgia stuff from a merchandise standpoint is yeah. just rocketing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's really gotten crazy. We you know we we thought it would years ago, and it never really kicked in. And boy, obviously, again, stating the obvious, but since the pandemic, man, it just exploded. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh yeah. I, I want to ask. I know this set was originally for Free Comic Book Day. What made you decide to go with the black and white and the red masks? Because again, uh, apparently, I agree with Carl. This is probably the best set I've seen. And I love the set. This set is literally going to be coming out of the box and on display once I get there. Pat, is that arranged. Diamonds? Is that what it was? Yeah. Um, actually, it was Diamond Comics, who the distributor that ordered it from us. And then, obviously, they um, you know shipped it to their retailers. But the whole idea was original comic day. It kind of correlates with the way the turtles looked in the original yep. comic book. Yep. Because they were black and white. And they all had the red bandanas. Yep. Was like what the, better mm-hmm. way to celebrate comic book day than uh, the turtles yeah. looking as they appeared in the original comic book. Yeah. And you guys nailed it. I used to love that comic. So you, you guys know that the turtle comic right now, but from our IDW, the last Ronin mm-hmm. is likely the most popular turtle comic by far since the mid eighties. Really? It's good. It's a good comic. I read very, it. very dark. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we, we have one surviving turtle, let's just say, but uh, fans, and, and I'm assuming a lot of longtime fans because it is edgy. It's not, it's obviously not a book for kids, 
but obviously gravitated to it because it's it's been I think it's the biggest IDW book of all time. Wow. Uh, yeah. Well, the, wow. the original books weren't really meant for kids either. They were very edgy. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, I'm going to age myself on this. That's what I loved about them. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I thought it was unique. Obviously, my store didn't start carrying it until like issue five or six because no one knew about turtles in the beginning. All of a right. sudden, it was like up in the mid you know, New England area where I was living. I was living in New York. Is like was becoming a craze, like, mm. I, and I was digging it. I was I was loving it. Um, then in college, I actually having played D and D off and on throughout middle school, high school, I got involved in the Teenage Mutant Ninja, uh, Teenage yes. Mutant Ninja the role Turtle role playing game. Role playing oh. game. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that game. Um, Palladium, I think it was Palladium. Yep. Yes, Palladium. Yeah. And the nice thing was the the game master I had had people from uh, some of the other Palladium games, like Call of Cthulhu and um, was it City of Champions as well as one? Heroes and Villains. And, yes, Heroes and Villains. And he was looking going, all the roles are the same. All takes place in the same time period. Let's put a group together to play. And you know, those of you with the Turtles book, great, use that. Heroes and Villains, use that. Call of Cthulhu, use that. So we had a little bit of mi- our, yeah, our parties the, were a mismatch of everything. That's cool, though. So you that guys crossed awesome. over into all these. Different, yes. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the that was the fun thing about the playing games. <clears throat> all of the games use the same system. Yeah. So they all, you know, you could have turtles where in in uh, rifts and and all kinds of other games. Very. I used to run a turtles game. I used to run a turtles game with some of my friends. <laughs> And at one point, we just had we had created so many mutant animals because it, it was just so much fun to create them. <laughs> it just got, it got ridiculous. I, <laughs> but it was awesome. I but you a, know, their books were kind of like um, reference guides for us because there wasn't that much mm, of a reference, and there weren't. Yeah. I mean, other than Playmate starting to develop product, I think Palladium was the only one out there. Um, I think so. And, yeah, and I think a lot, wasn't a lot of the art in there yeah. was just picked right up from uh, the comic books, I think, or at least from Peter and Kevin. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so when we needed reference, we'd just go through the Palladium books, and it was like as good as having a Bible. Dude, my my character oh, was awesome. A, my character was a gray wolf that had been a, a lab experiment or used in, <laughs> as a lab experiment in labs that ended up becoming a secret agent for the government and drove a black Bronco. <laughs> That's nice. an old story. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, <laughs> and his Bronco was decked out where open up the back end. It was a whole computer system in the back of the Bronco. <laughs> Got it. And I thought we were weird. That's good. Hey, that's, that's you're on the right well, I show. Think I still have, <laughs> I think I still have my turtles book somewhere. I'll have to look for my, it. Mine's in a box somewhere. I yeah, mine it out in forever. You know, but, the other reason, Oh, sorry. I'll say the other reason <laughs> this comic book is so big right now is this last Ronin is the original premise and I think the whole story outline was created by mm. Peter and Kevin, you know, a hundred years ago. And now Kevin is working on the book, you know, on a day-to-day basis. So that, that yeah. clearly, you know, appealed to everybody knowing Kevin was involved and Peter and Kevin in yep. terms of creating the premise. Yeah. Right. I think that was one of the things that uh, amazed me with that episode was they brought Kevin and Peter back briefly yep. in the same yeah. room. Yeah. And, and, there wa- and there really was no animosity. I'm like, okay. I'll admit, I got a little choked up. Yeah. All right, you guys. I, I did. Even we got choked up because we didn't know that was the way it was going to end. Oh, right. wow. 
Yeah, wow. and so it, it was cool because listen, they're two very different, very two very good guys, two very different guys, and the fact that they, right. you know, we're all getting older and they're able to kind of you know get back together and and seem to really enjoy it. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, so, definitely. As you figured out, we tangent quite a bit. This is how the conversation rolls. So I'm going to bring this back. The free comic book day set that was made for for Diamond. Um, pretty big hit for you guys, I'm sure. Go ahead, Todd. Yeah, it was. It was a big hit. Um, you know, I, I don't recall how many units uh, Diamond actually ordered, but in meetings that we had with them, um, you know, it sold out. So sweet. They were happy. We were happy. And obviously you are happy as well. So hopefully uh, we made a lot of people happy with that set. You know, I could be a little happier if you say there are plans for more black and white turtle figures, whether it's more turtles or no, yeah, the rogues gallery. Say, that is safe to say. Yeah. <sighs> cool. Stay tuned. <laughs> oh, yeah. You may see it in a different form first, but you'll, you'll figure it out. But yeah, I mean, I know Pat, you can, I guess we can't talk about the middle of next year cause it hasn't been announced, but we can talk about, uh, your pop culture crossover that's shipping now. Yes. Saw that video. Oh yeah. If, if this is the, if this is what I'm thinking you're going, which one are you thinking? Oh, Mr. Miyagi son would be very happy about <laughs> turtles and Cobra Kai crossover. He's, he's, uh, yes, yes. He's watching from a distance. <laughs> Definitely is. Yeah. That one, uh, very exciting. And, you know, what better way to yeah, that bring cool. back yeah. two great franchises from the 80s. And, you know, I think that's what connects them. And obviously, given the fact Karate Kid's obviously about martial arts and the Turtles are ninja, ninjas themselves, what better way to bring them together than doing a, uh, a co-brand? Obviously, <clears throat> Cobra Kai is the spinoff from Karate Kid. Yeah. And, you know, the Turtles are still the Turtles, but... Can't think of a better way to bring the, the two franchises together than doing a, a versus two pack like we did. See, I think Mikey got lucky. He faces off against the true <laughs> villain, the product Kid <laughs> franchise. <laughs> and Pat's working on one for middle of next year that at least the response so far has even been greater than uh, the, the Cobra Kai one. But listen, the response we've gotten to the follow up to uh, Cobra Kai Turtles is another team up or versus depending on how you look at it uh and this one's based on a on a huge video game franchise and and i i think people who have seen that have said we've elevated everything that it's even better so okay. yes these are fun so they're fun they're kitschy they creates a lot of goodwill fans from you know both sides love them so and they're look at they're a little goofy that which is listen it's turtles you can't take it too seriously so you said yeah exactly See, when you, when you first said there was going to be ba- uh, another mashup, here I am thinking we're getting Turtles and Batman. Because um, that was such a great actually, comic series. That, that, Half tried. Yeah, it was. It was. Half tried. It and honestly, the way it's kind of rolling out, you may see other people do it. But um, I, I don't know if that one's going to happen. Um, mm. We are doing some true mashups uh, in another year or so that we won't talk about, but that are going to be kind of crazy as well. So... You know, and just keeping it straight, you know, the, the team up means two different figures, right? Kind of staying right. true mm-hmm. to Turtle, staying true to, let's say, Cobra Kai. The mashups are truly a mashup, one figure that has elements of both. And we're going to be doing some of those, too, like we've done with WWE and cool. Ghostbusters and, you know, in the old days, Universal Monsters. Oh, and Star Trek. Absolutely. That one I, we'd like to bring back. I have, 
Yeah, those I got. I oh, wait. I, I, still have, I thought the I announcement got, came out that I you guys are bringing cool. Star Trek back. Or y'all are getting the Star Trek license? Uh, yeah, we're bringing back Star Trek in 22, a um, bunch of product, uh, and then you know continue on with the collector stuff with Turtles and then relaunch uh, the movie product and the follow-up series product for Turtles in 23, 24. So a lot going on. Awesome. I have to say, I have to say um, for the, uh, the Turtles Cobra Kai toys you announced, I love them. They're really, really cool uh-huh. and all. I think the only downside, though, is that um, I actually would love to see that <laughs> as a live action series, and you know that's never going to happen. But hey, you know I can dream. We or Pat, I mean, tell them what you tried to do with some of the live action editing stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were trying to create a uh, a promotional video that would take uh. clips from the original. Uh, Ninja Turtles uh, live action, live action movies, and then clips from the uh, <clears throat> Cobra Kai Netflix series. However, due to the, oh, due to the that. legalities, <laughs> that was very hard to uh, to pull off. Too many actors, yeah, too much many actors, SAG stuff. But yeah, Pat, Pat was going to edit it so it felt like they really were in the same movie. Oh uh, wow! Which yeah. been that would have been awesome. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think we got ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Well, I, I already, yeah, there are limits, unfortunately. I already feel my pocket or my wallet leaving my <laughs> my my shorts <laughs> because Alyssa's taking away. That way, I don't spend the money on getting the movie back <laughs> or the next round of black and whites. So I'm really excited about the black and whites mm. in this movie pack. Um, it's. The other set we got uh, came. Um, you got the villains, mm-hmm. and in the the one in the uh, mutant, well, module, mutant module package. Yes, yep. We okay. love that package. I, yeah, I, I yeah, still mine. I have not opened mine because I, I okay, think all so this is so I, nice. You got the one in the. Uh, I got the, the sewer layer themed yeah. package. Yeah. No, the, or nice. is that the subway car, Pat? Which one is that? That's the layer? This no, is the that one's the layer. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a sewer layer edition. Six yeah, pack. I got yeah. I got this one here. Yeah. So, Derek, you got the bad guys, and Mike, you got yeah. the, the four That's turtles, awesome. Shredder, Shredder, and, and Splinter. Splinter. Yeah. Nice. And, I love when again, we go dimensional with those packages. It just yeah. you know, really does add another. Yeah. Oh, that. Because it even the packaging is so cool that even that would be a good display. Yeah. See, I have space. Put the package. I'll just put the package up there. But I don't want to take them off. These are ones I want to leave on the card. Because it, well, it's Mike, such Mike, a cool. Get, Mike, get rid of that Marvel crap and and you know put in that that box. <laughs> 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 so, just kidding. No, it, it, there there's some things I love to leave in a package and some that don't. So I have the nice black and white. I have the package and. <laughs> the nice retro set looking set in the package. Um, so will there be more sets similar to this coming in the future? Go ahead. Pat. Yeah, there will be, there will be additional sets coming um, and we'll do it in the same style. Like we did the sets that you guys have there where we'll pull something iconic from the, whether it's the TV show, the turtles um, or whatever, and create a nicely illustrated box that the uh, the figures will come packed out in, a la what you have there. Sweet. And you know, we try to try to go back in time and recreate the original look with the original branding as close as possible for the um, the figures that come in the blister cards. You know, we're not in some cases we're not able to match it exactly, but 
definitely inspired by, and in many cases, it's the same elements um, in this version that, you know, was done back in the day. So those are a lot of fun to work on. Are, are, are you finding... Yeah, the, the, they all look great, too. Yeah. Are, are you finding that this is uh, a direction to go because this is something the fans are wanting to for that nostalgia? I mean, I think so. I think, uh, you know, let's face it, the, the kids that were watching Turtles yesterday our parents today or our grown up today at least. And, uh, you know, I think they have a soft place in their heart for turtles and what better way to relive those moments than to purchase a nice, uh, turtle set that takes on the same look as how it was done back in the eighties. And, you know, I think they remember that and whether they pull it out of the box and let their kids play with it or put it on their shelves to collect it, you know, they find it appealing. And, um, you know, that's one of the, the great things about working on this brand is it's a lot of fun to work on. And there's a there's a, a long history behind it that made a lot of kids and now a lot of adults happy. So so it's great. I don't think you ever I don't think you ever really grow out of turtles, your love of turtles. And I think my wife may challenge grown up. <laughs> no, no, yeah, mine but too. You're, you're, you're right about that you guys though that is the big difference between now and even just let's say five or ten years ago and that is nobody gets out of buying toys you can call them collectibles you can call yeah. them display pieces you can call it whatever <laughs> you want nobody stops buying anymore right right and it doesn't have to be product that is deemed collector product meaning our mass market line uh, you know, Hasbro, Star Wars, or Transformers, you know, in some cases, 40, 50% of those sales are to a- adult fans. I don't even want to call them collectors. They're fans. Well, we're we're right. guilty of that. And that's that's kind of mm-hmm. the shocking part because there was none of that, obviously, in the old days. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the old days, it's like, I mean, even when I was going off to college, the 89 Heat and Batman grabbed it because it was Batman. That was the yep. cool Batman. The turtles. I had a Mikey. Uh, I think I even had a Mikey plush that just sat on the bed or sat on my on my college desk because it, it it's Uh-oh, it's a turtle. Cute. It's it's a turtle and it's me. Um, Mikey, it, and it, sure Carl, when you were best. developing these back in the eighties, you know you weren't developing these as collectible per se. That you know targeting an adult audience. Obviously, you were targeting a kid audience. And I mean. Okay. Yeah, and, and 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 we might sure we said this. Oh, sorry, and I'm sure we said this in the Star Trek interview with you guys that when we mentioned the word collector, the retailers got pissed. They said that's not who we're selling to. Quit saying that. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, you know, it was uh, the c word and a nasty word, collector. Yeah. And so we had to change our whole pitch for Star Trek not to mention that word. So yeah, not only wasn't in a consideration, but uh, Retailers didn't want to hear it, and it, you know, and it took years for that to change between you know our Star Trek line and and others like McFarland. Yeah, I, I still wish oh, I, right, yeah. I still wish I had my uh, next generation phaser from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be able to buy it again. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one I want now is the one that inserted the, the little micro one that inserted into the. God, I don't even remember anymore, you guys. Oh, oh, you're talking. Yeah, when we went, you know what? It's funny. The micro stuff did okay, just okay. Well, no, I'm not thinking like micro machines type micro. Oh, okay. There was um, 
Maybe I'm delusional on this one. No, it, you know what it might be? Yeah, it might be another licensee who did like the smaller functional role play. Well, I remember in the series, there was the the wand, the diamond or the triangular wand phaser. But I thought there was a, a another... It was like supposed to help enhance everything, but there was another one that almost looks like, I don't know. The classic one. There was the classic um, that had the the one that looked like a pistol. And then the next gen one looked more like a T old TV remote. Right. Yeah. I thought with that one, there was something that, because I thought, I thought Picard had it because he he had something that he would just pinch between his thumb and forefinger. And then he slipped it into the remote. Yeah. The classic phaser, you could take the smaller unit and pop it off the top. Yes. And take it and take it with you. I assume just because it was more compact and you could put it on your waistband or in your pocket or something. I, I guess that was the idea. Um, but that has to be the one you're talking about. It's kind of a modular thing. It may be. I thought I thought they did the same thing in next gen. I, I don't I'm wrong. think so. I'm wrong. <laughs> but I can't wait to see the tricorders come back either because I love the tricorders. Yep. Yep. Um, but back to turtles. Um, what what's been some of the challenging products to to have put out in the past? Well, I mean, Pat, you can if you want to field it, but I, I would say you know we we tend to be super ambitious when it comes to mechanisms to bring to life the characters, the deluxe figures, and 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 okay, we try not to like uh, pat ourselves in the back, but I think we do do that particular segment better than anybody deluxe figures that give the turtles special features special movements special actions mm-hmm. you and, know. and i don't know pat would you agree with that no i would agree because you know whenever you can capture the personality of the turtle whether it's via voice or mechanical feature you know i think it just brings the action figure to life and i think the the kids really appreciate that and you know when you hear the action figure talking whether it's mikey leo don or raf or you know them doing a ninja action say you know i think it's you know it's a kind of an offshoot of what they see on tv and it makes them able to recreate what they see on tv and obviously you know, now you can watch Turtles 24-7 if you choose, but you know, back in the day, you weren't able to do that. You had to right. wait until Turtle was on. So I think with those action figures, it really, you know, kids really appreciated it because they could recreate their favorite episodes or recreate their favorite scenes from the TV show. And you kept the figures, I don't know, four to five inches tall. They still look like turtles, but they could, yeah. you know, but they could flip midair and land on their feet. They could do cartwheels in the side and land on their feet. You could take them from pet turtles and transform them into mutant turtles. Uh, you could launch pizzas out oh, of their yeah. belly. Yeah. Um, they could grab weapons off their backpack and, and throw them, you know, like knives or whatever size, I guess they were, and throw them through the air at the adversary. I mean, there was just some wild yeah. stuff and some worked better than others, but it, it added a lot yeah. of magic to the line. Uh, and, and, you know, for 13 bucks. Um, yeah. So I think we do that better than anybody I think we were probably most skeptical, and this was in the first year or two, when we took the what we call the naked turtles, turtles in just in their shells, <laughs> and started putting them in different themes, you know, and putting them in different outfits and different guises. You know, there was a real fear. Are, are we just kind of doing Barbie? Are we just basically dressing them up? And does that make any sense? And, you know, <laughs> and, and it, no, I don't think it would if you're doing G.I. Joe. Uh, 
but with turtles, you could apply almost anything to them and it, and it worked on some level and it was just, just ended up being, making them even goofier than they were, you know, in their, uh, in their regular versions. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And and that's what started the segmentation where we just had, you know, any imaginable theme that we think a boy would be interested in, whether it was, you know, in those days, military, uh, you know, sports, uh, Western, I, I, don't, I don't know, Pat, I mean, samurai, I mean, it just went on and on. Yeah. Oh, I remember the samurai line. Yeah. Samurai. I, think. I wish I'd grab that. That was a gorgeous looking line. Yeah, yeah, the number of themes that were applied, I mean, are limitless. Yeah. You know, like Carl said, you could apply yeah, anything. I think it's safe to say, Pat, that we tooled up more figures over the life of Turtles than you know any other action figure line because it was it was really yeah continuous. by far. I mean, hundreds and hundreds. Yeah. Is, is there a Turtles line that y'all put out that y'all wish you could just take back and never have released? Yeah, the last one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was just no argument for me on that. Yeah, a little a little misdirected from the get go, and and you know, we 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 take our our collective blame as well. You know, wanted to change things up, didn't want to live in the past. You know, needed to needed it to feel fresh and new, but probably too much of that all at once. And this would be for the the rise of, rise of yeah, that was rise of. I mean, a, a lot of super super talented people worked on the whole thing, and it was maybe our best line in terms of what you could do with the toys. But it just it didn't resonate with kids, and the worst part is, you know, I, I don't think the audience felt like it was turtles or at least as relatable and lovable as turtles usually is. And we lost that part of it and that, you know, once you lose that, you don't have anything. So, you know, and you know, and it doesn't work every time. I don't know, Pat turtles works maybe two thirds of the time. Yeah, I would say so. I think, you know, rise of, yeah, that was disappointing. And, you know, I think the biggest reason why that didn't work is because it didn't feel real to the kids. I mean, every Mm -hmm. version of turtles, like, you know, felt real because I think kids could relate to the different personalities and the fact that they were teenagers, you know, to the younger kids, the turtles, uh, you know, the kids aspired to be them and, um, you know, rise up. I think, uh, there was a couple of missing links, let's say. But how funny is that then? And cause you're right that we're saying, you know, it's the realistic depiction of the turtles in kind of a real world setting, so to speak that makes it or helps make it relatable. And and the freaking thing is called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and we're talking realism and relatability. Yeah. But, <laughs> but but it's it's all true. And you know, we we always would hear about kids trying to lift manhole covers because they were convinced the turtles lived oh. right below them. So you can't discount the importance of the whole sewer element either. It's a magical world right under my feet. Right. Sorry, right. Case, the, tur- the turtles were actually living under sewers near my manhole cover. Exactly. <laughs> because By the way, Mikey and I are think, not so close. You don't close. think, Mike, that this issue didn't come up? Because we had people saying, uh, I don't know about the sewer thing. You know, if you live in uh, in a rural area, you don't have sewers like this. It's like, oh, I think I think they have imagination, okay? I think they can figure it out. Oh, I, I, yeah. I <laughs> When walking out of the Lion King with my wife, who we were dating at the time, and we're hearing parents go, oh, my God, I need to take my kid to therapy because Simba Simba watched his father die right in front of him. And we're pointing out, then don't show him Snow White because she's sleeping with seven old men. 
or and Bambi or Bambi who watches his mother get blown away right in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. This has been what are you doing? for, for 75 years or whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, it's that, that phrase comes, comes best. You can't fix stupid. <laughs> um, ta- talking about realistic turtles, Derek. I don't know if you know where I'm going with this. No, Sorry. we don't eat tur- we don't eat turtle soup. Sorry, no, no. <laughs> that's off limits. Not talking turtle soup. <laughs> um, I, I'll go a little base soup. How how did you guys at Playmates Toys, having worked with turtles for so long and still working with turtles for so long, feel? About the Michael Bay films. Oh, uh, want me to give my answer first, Pat? And y'all, can be, y'all can be as blunt as you want. No, uh, I'll and tell you right we'll, now. We'll share ours. Uh, uh, I, I'm going to. Uh, oh, let's put. I, okay, first of all, I can't be objective about it. Period. Mm. But but that also means I look at it as serving a purpose, being a toy guy, and it the the fact that those movies. Uh, I'm going to stay with the first one because the second one to me was a little too much of a rehash uh, and there really wasn't a lot of new elements. But whether you like or dislike the steroid laden turtle look uh, in that first movie, <laughs> and obviously that carried over to the second movie, it was different. And, and, and it was uber realistic, I guess, in the Michael Bay way. And it elevated the whole franchise. So it did its really? job. Okay. People bitched, bitched and moaned because, of course, they liked you anyway about Michael Bay. And I'm not saying it was gone with the wind, but it was entertaining. And for us as a toy company, it introduced a whole new look for Turtles, which is always honestly one of the most important things for us when you're talking about a movie. Because historically, and I don't know if this is going to be true in the future, most of what we do is driven by the animated series, almost always. And then the movie elevates things because it's 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 a big event, it's marketed, but most importantly, it's also looks different because it's live action. Yeah. So which is why I right. think you know Power Rangers always had a hard time making the transition to movies in a big, big way because they're already live action. Right. So I I guess we, we got the Michael Bay movies, then we went Rise of Re, uh, Rise of DMNT. Do you feel because of the looks of the turtles in from Michael Bay that since that was one of the big criticisms of, his, of the films? I mean, I, I didn't mind the story plot. I think I I've really had issues with the looks, and it, to me, it just didn't feel like the turtles. Right. That but they carry, not, but they not, carried I, that I, same yeah. thing over to. They almost carried that look over into into Rise. And I th- could that have been why Rise didn't take off the same way? Because think, nope, too similar. No. Nope. It, yeah. okay. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. So in 2014, when the first Michael Bay movie came out, that was our second best year of all time for turtles. So wow. We, we, yeah. Hmm. And, and, and listen, we have to always separate our, our, our two sides, right? There's the sides that are the longtime fanboys and collectors and all that. Uh, and, and the other side, of course, is who's that new generation of five-year-old boys. And definitely that new generation of five-year-old boys bought in big time to that movie. Mm. Now, I do think one of the issues by 2016, 2017 was what we always experience. I hate to say it, but with turtles, which is we have sold so much that it tends to burn itself out. So I'm not sure there's anything you could have done at the tail end of that 2012 run to keep it going long term without okay. at least without yep. at least a break that informed rise of more than anything else. It's like we just came off a massive 
uh, hit with lots of product shipped. You can't you can't sell the same look. You've got to change things up. And what is rating on Nickelodeon? What's getting the high ratings? Oh, that really kind of esoteric looking stylized stuff. That's what's getting the ratings. 11 minute segments, that's getting the ratings. The goofier stuff, that's getting the ratings. Can you somehow adapt or integrate that kind of approach into a traditional turtle show? And obviously the answer is (laughs) probably not. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you have to tell a story with, uh, with turtles and especially the younger kids and, you know, just having 11 minutes to tell that story, uh, didn't work yeah. Yeah. Or, the, communicate, or communicate the personalities or, you know, right, right. or, or lay out an overarching mythology. I mean, none of that just, it wasn't the time like Pat said. Yeah. So it, well, yeah, but, but you can't really, you know, you can't really blame you for trying something. No, no I think, no, I, 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 I think the target audience was wrong for, to do two 11 minute segments that would yeah. that would work better for an adult market on if nickelodeon had their own version of adult swim right in yeah. which the adults already know the backstories know the characters know the personalities of the turtles so you don't have to worry about it because i really didn't mind rise that much it's just if it was on i watched it right if i wasn't you know if i happened to catch it if i wasn't but i wasn't actively going out looking for it right and it, and it obviously didn't make you want to go buy toys. Um, honestly, I didn't see much of the toys in my area for it. Nah, there was a lot, though. I, I, I don't doubt it. It's I'm in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> it, it's a it's a black hole here when it comes to toys. <laughs> it real. I mean, even with the Star Wars stuff, um, before the scalpers really came in and start, it it was still a hard find to to find stuff in this right. area. So, which I don't understand why. But, Interesting. Um, because I I know last time we were on, uh, had folks from Playmates on. We talked about Ben Ten, and I said. My favorite Ben 10 character oh, yeah. is XLR because in the audio world, um, and I don't know if you can see it on my microphone, this cable here, the connector is an XLR connector. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's a character that I can relate. Yeah. What draws me to him? His name is something I can associate with, with my job. Right. And, and then I just fell in love with this personality and I have yet to find an XLR. <laughs> anywhere oh we'll, we'll, we'll get you one. Oh, i appreciate it write it down right now so um trying to think what's next for the turtles uh, I, I know we talked the mashups um we we yeah. talked about the upcoming there's a a game tie-in with with two with figures uh which i can't wait for that announcement i, I know sarah will probably get that to us um what, what what's in the works that you could talk about um or even tease slightly that's coming outside of what's already been mentioned well i'm sure you guys heard that in 2023 there will be a new movie new turtles movie that's being produced yep. by seth rogan and his that's team right oh that's right so very excited about that. Obviously, Seth has a, a humorous side to him as and yes. um, big turtle fan. So I think he'll capture you know yeah. that balance between action and humor and you know really capturing the personalities of the turtles and mm. bringing that out in his film. Are you afraid he's going to bring back Vanilla Ice, thus forcing you guys to make a <laughs> Vanilla Ice character? Afraid, figure but afraid. We have, we welcome we welcome <laughs> <the embrace> <laughs> 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 
No, I'm. Yes, I, I had to go there. As, as, as go long, ninja, as go as, ninja. Uh, yeah, as as long as we don't, he doesn't bring in sausage party. I think we're okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that might not be a good mashup. No, no, no. not a good fit whatsoever. Um. um <laughs> But so to speak, but no, uh, we're really excited because they are going to spend a crazy amount of money on this high, high end theatrical animation uh, and then basically just uh, go from there and segue right into a series. So we're yeah, we're we're thrilled with their plans. Wow. That, that is three or four lines alone right there. I'm assuming mm. I would hope. And we know that uh, uh, the, one of the reasons that the, the president of Viacom slash Nickelodeon picked um, Seth Rogen is they wanted to, you know, add back that cool factor. But they also, you know, and they wanted a different take on it. That's that's great. Um, but they made sure that he was a turtle lover, a lifetime turtle lover, because they said that's right. I go, oh, you, you guys going to pull the trigger? You're going to do that? Yes. It's like, well, we have to confirm he's a real passionate about turtles. Otherwise, we're not doing this. So, so it was a it was a, f- a 50, 50 page test, twenty five questions per page, each side. <laughs> and, he had, yeah. and he had to score a ninety eight or better to prove himself a true fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm assuming casting has already been done for the film that you're aware of. I don't believe so. I okay. don't think. Uh, I don't think the turtles have been casted yet, nor any of the other other characters. Okay, then um, let me ask this question: Would y'all want to see actual voice talent like folks like Rob Paulson um, and Greg do do the roles for the film, or would you want to see name talent tackle it first, and then when the actual voice talent who's going to run the series try and impersonate well, let's, the let's voices? Let's be honest; it, it doesn't matter. You know what we think, but I, I in today's yeah. world with these big, big budget uh, movies that get theatrical releases, I, I don't think you can get away from the the name voice talent. I think you need it for the marketing. Okay. Um, but but again, yeah, the, the, the beauty true. of this is it, it's not here, you know, here and gone. I mean, this is just going to trigger uh, a series that my guess is will be recasted anyway. So you kind of get the best of both worlds. If you need the big names for the movie, fine. And if you, uh, you know, want to hopefully cast some of the originals and, you know, and we'll see, but you can do mm-hmm. that for the series, which we, you know, we hope it goes on for years and years. Yeah. I don't know, Pat, before Rise of the series went on from 12 to 17. Yeah. Yeah. 12 to 17. And then, you know, yeah. before that it was 2003 to 2008. And then the initial launch was what Carl 88 to 98. Right. Something like yeah. that, yeah. In the in the 2012, we saw one voice talent change because uh, I know Seth Green came in and took over for somebody uh, for uh, yeah, Jason Jason Biggs. Yeah, and that was for uh, Raphael, right? Uh, yeah. No, that was Leonardo. That's right, Leonardo. Yeah, but that was because that was because Jason Biggs wanted to appeal to his R-rated fan base, so yeah. you know yeah. his his posts and stuff were pretty darn edgy and a little edgy for a tourist. Yeah. But you know, I'm sure that was ah, a, yes. kind of a career move and that's fine. You know, whatever yeah. you gotta do what you gotta do. Right. So for as toy makers, do y'all ever do fan casting on who you want to see voice the turtles? I I don't Pat. No, I don't think so. I, I don't either, but you know, my hope is that whoever voices the turtles 
that their voice fits the personality that the turtle is known for. Because I think Greg Sipes did an excellent job voicing Michelangelo. Yes. His yeah. whole persona mm-hmm. was very Michelangelo-ish. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And he did awesome. And, you know, Rob Polson's just one of those guys that, ah. you know, a very, very talented guy. And he could probably voice all four turtles. You're and right. His voice I would bet he could. the personality of that turtle. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised bet, if Seth yeah. Rogen tries to cast him for the series. I think or, be or Nickelodeon tries to bring him back yeah, for the series. Oh, yeah. I would love that. That would be perfect. Because personally, I wouldn't mind hearing Rob Paulson do Mikey. If he, if he could do if he could do Ralph, and then he could go and do my daughter's favorite, which is Donnie. I want my shot. I want to hear him do my favorite. <laughs> and that's good that the daughter likes Donnie. So she she likes the the nerdy intelligent one. That's good. She likes the color purple. Oh, no. Come on, Mike. Don't, don't ruin don't ruin the. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, I mean that's that's a good movie and all, but it seems a little a little advanced for her. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, Derek, how how do you feel if we hit one of our favorite segments when we do interviews now? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. It is time to have the tables flipped and let Pat and Carl ask us some questions. So how did you guys get into this? Into podcasting? Into podcasting and and the interview show and and all that. And how long have you been doing it? Uh, This show started with me and one other, and and a co-worker, uh, almost nine years ago. Uh, Our first show dropped on November 17th, 2012. Wow, you guys. That's good. And um, we started off doing a lot of news coverage, which which we do. Uh, still, if we don't have guests, uh, there are sometimes we're like, you know, we've we've had a lot of guests on. We're gonna take a break from that for a couple of weeks and and discover news, yeah. just to talk news. Um, but that co-host kind of flaked and left. Uh, ended up getting a divorce because he got caught up in this game called Second Life that really <laughs> took over yeah. his life. Um, <laughs> then I had a another host came in. And he decided he wanted to make the show more political because one of the stories he wanted to talk about, or one of the first stories that led down that path was, oh, let's talk about how the FCC said you can now play, uh, and don't have to worry about turning off your phones or anything else. I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. That means you can start a movie while on the, as soon as you get to your seat and you can leave it running the whole way through. Yeah. And then Uh I want to talk like you're hitting politics. There we go. We're not doing yeah. politics. <laughs> um, so he ended up leaving. Then uh, and another gentleman, Marty, who right now is like the only previous host that has a, a seat. If he ever decided one to come back, uh, he'll be welcomed back with open arms. Uh, he stepped down because um, of family issues uh, he was having. Um, very respectable decision. Uh and at the time, there and was Derek, a third chair. And Derek, what do you feel about what Mike just said? That you know, that he'd welcome this guy back in a second. I mean, well, Derek still be here. That, okay, that, I, that, I mean, Derek's not going anywhere unless he unless there's something I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to say, Derek? Not at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, no it, it, it's been you and I, uh, what about four years now? More Cause, than that, because Brett, uh, Brett, and uh, since 2015, yeah, because uh, that's a good run, okay, so yeah, almost six years, or it's mm-hmm. just been the two. And wow, how often are you guys, how often are you guys putting out a show? 
weekly. Oh, wow. And, and, and sometimes the shows are very weekly. No. no, I think we have some great shows. And Derek, with you uh, and they Mass, can't all be winners. Derek, with you in Massachusetts and Mike, you in Florida, how often do you guys see each other in person? Never. We've never met. We've never met in person. We we are you joking? Are you not joking. Not joking. Yep, we're serious. And, and, and the fun met in person. And the fun part is, we also do another show together with a third person. Then that's our Star Wars show called Wookie Radio. And we've been planning since I work at Walt Disney World. We've been planning wanting to get together so I could finally tour guide these guys to uh, Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Right. Damn. So. It's just do you guys go to uh, do you guys go to Comic Con whether it's in the West Coast, East Coast, or uh, um, smaller events? I do Mega Con. Uh, this year was my first Mega Con in about three years, Derek. And uh, so yeah, I usually hit Mega Con. I try and hit the the cons local. Uh, we've done a couple toy cons here in town as well. Um, hey, it's been a while since I've done a con, but. I, I will admit, doing MegaCon, I mean, I felt pretty okay, but I was still still cautious at the moment because, you know, with Orlando being one of the heights for the increase with the Delta variant and whatnot, yeah. um, I'm going to a, a an entertainment industry professional convention here next month, near the end of next month, um, and I feel okay going to it, but I'm still going to be, even if they said, oh, don't have to worry about wearing a mask anymore. I'm still wearing a mask. I mean, if yeah. if I'm vaccinated yeah, and I, I and I got the virus, I'm wearing the mask. I wear it now outdoors at Disney, even though we don't have to wear them outdoors at Disney. I'm still wearing it outdoors. I mean, as I'm working. So mm-hmm. that's just a me thing. Um yeah. so yeah, am I gonna take the extra precaution? Yeah. Am I gonna wear a hazmat suit? Maybe to draw attention, but no. <laughs> <laughs> um but I think MegaCon was an interesting ex- experience, especially now in the pandemic age. Um, I'd be curious to see how I approach the next convention, um, yeah. you know, fan-wise, you know, fan conventions. Mm. Because the, the fan conventions are, um, the fan conventions are, the, 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 fan, the fan shows are a lot different than professional shows. I think. Um, right. I know we have talked about, because for a while, uh, one of the fun parts about April of 2020 through April of this year is we were partnered with the Pop Insider during that oh, nice. time. And they <clears throat> love where Allie, Maddie, Madeline, James, and the gang. Um, I mean, we had some great stuff. And actually, I got to start working on trying to get them on to get ready to talk about the holidays. Um was coming oh, yeah. out for Christmas. Um, but they helped us learn more about the toy industry and the collectibles industry that we didn't know. Um, yeah. Which has definitely made it easier for us to talk with you guys because. Right, right. Yeah. Now, with turtles, I don't think at the moment I have to worry about dropping that term slicing sink, which we learned from James because I don't think there is much of a slicing issue with turtles, is there? Well, let's say other brands have it. Other properties have it tougher, but you know, there's a little bit of it always. But you know what? It, it's it's more on the collector side of the business, not the kid side of the business. Gotcha. See, yeah. and, and, and I guess I'll go back you know, when we talked at the beginning of the show with the uh, 
with the black and white figures. You know, I, I mentioned the the set with the pizza box and the and the battle. I I guess initially I thought that was you guys because they look almost identical to to the free comic book day set. And I'm like, mm. and to hear that they're not, I'm like, okay, this ain't kosher anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, and I now have no interest in that set. This is not it's not playmates. So, Pat, would you like to comment? No, uh, thank you for saying that. Um, and th- you know that was going to be one of my questions. I mean, how do you guys pay attention to who the manufacturer is, whether it's Turtle Toys or Marvel Toys, or or does it matter, or um, are you just or a good looking action figure? Well, you take this one, Derek, to start. Um, I would say yes and no. Um, like. If I see something, something that I really, that's really cool that I really like um, from, say, Star Wars or something like that, um, then I might grab it. But I am, I am, I would prefer certain brands like, you know, with Turtles, I would prefer to have a Playmates toy um, as opposed to anything else or with, you know, with some of my other favorite Star Wars and Transformers and stuff. I always try to stick with Hasbro, but every once in a while, if I see something cool, I might pick it up. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, for for me, it's the same. Like Turtles, definitely Playmates. I will pick up Playmates before I pick up something that to me may come across as a knockoff. Uh, the only time I wouldn't, or the only time I would look at something different, is. Um, I want to say back when I remember right, it was McFarlane did the super, super deluxe, and they were like the uh, eight inch plus figures, the, mm. the, the larger, larger ones. Okay. It, am I am I am I wrong in my thinking? I don't think McFarlane did anything. Yeah, I think it may have been uh, maybe Sideshow. No. Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah I remember seeing I they did a larger scale back in the day. I remember seeing these on on store pegs. Huh. Um. Mm. I, don't, I don't recall McFarland, but doesn't mean that they didn't. But the other the other thing is, like with you guys, with you know, Playmates has a history with with the turtles, so yeah. you know if you something from Playmates, you know what the quality is going to be, so you don't have to worry about it. I mean, what was it with Star Wars back in the day? No, I I was definitely Kenner, and then when right. Hasbro started coming out with it, I'm like, wait. No, I don't want to buy this. It's not Kenner. And of course, this is still in the very infancy of the internet. Um, when, when everything was still dial up almost. Uh, I'm like, no. And then come find out Hasbro bought Kenner. I'm like, oh, okay. Then maybe it is okay to get Hasbro. <laughs> Um, so, um, yeah, Star Wars for the longest time, definitely a lot of brand loyalty there, uh, with specific items. Um, so Mike, yeah. Mike, uh, being at the park uh-huh. or working for Disney, I keep reading about this real lightsaber. <laughs> what, what, what does that mean? I have no clue. I've, okay. I've seen, I have seen what you have seen. And I've just seen the headlines and the articles, but I haven't read them that closely, to be honest. There was, uh, if you search on YouTube, Disney Parks blog, May 4th, Galactic Star Cruiser. Uh, there is a video with Ray holding the lightsaber, and that's the actual saber that will be used at the Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel. Got it. 
and it's amazing. And like I said, that's about as much as I know. Now, since you asked, I will publicly put out there um, in entertainment. We have crew chiefs, and they and they're posted, and you have to post. They have to post those positions every so often. And they did post for all of them across the board uh, last week. And I submitted for one, which was new. <laughs> it was a new listing. It's new positions, which is audio crew chief for the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. So I submitted for that. But I also contacted the manager who's involved with those interviews and said, yes, I did apply for the position. Even if I don't get the position, I still want to be a part of the crew. So, fingers crossed that it happens, but the problem is going to be once it happens and all the stuff I'm going to know, I won't be able, I won't be able to talk about until it's been officially released by the company. Because I, I honor our NDAs and hint, hint, if you need us to sign NDAs for anything, we'll, we'll sign. Or at least I'll sign. I can't speak for Derek, but I'll sign because I've honored mine with Disney for 23 years, 23 years plus. Um, but I also love my job because I've been there 23 years plus. So, um, yeah, that'll be the hard part. I mean, I tortured, I tortured the guys for eight weeks when I found out we were turning Spaceship Earth into the Death Star for a uh, Rogue One promotion. Nice. So like nice yep i'm not saying i'm not saying anything on this but it's a cool secret to have <laughs> so um but i will say and i don't know how much y'all were involved with merchandise coming to the parks i remember when the uh i remember seeing videos and knew some people who were friends of the turtles when they were at disney hollywood studios they actually did a little uh stunt show based around the the movie characters we yeah we 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 weren't that involved in things like the the theme parks and you know the touring rock and roll show and all that yeah they were everywhere for a while that's for sure so mm-hmm. so Disney never used y'all um, for for merch to to support any like toy merch to support any not, of the, not, that yeah, not show that or recall. anything okay interesting uh, I they, can't remember if they had like event merch people or they went through their own you know. Uh, you know Disney sources. I don't remember. Yeah, because yeah, that that was gone by the time I got here, and uh, and then even started working. Because uh, my wife and I moved here in '96, and that it was already gone. So I I don't know how they if they even brought merch, you know, the, the figures in to sell. So yeah. Um, I guess any other questions from you guys? Um. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Are Are you an official Floridan now? Uh, Floridian, uh, Floridian, Floridian. Sorry, I don't, I don't. Maybe since I've been here over twenty years, that it, the, the transplant may be semi permanent. Especially since I I helped uh, bring a natural Floridian into this world with my daughter. <laughs> oh, good 12, point. Twelve years ago, so I don't, I don't know if that citizenship, like like it is, you know, you're you give birth to a child in America, you're automatically an American citizen, or they're automatically. <laughs> I don't know if it's. Since we gave birth to a child in Florida, that um, actually draws us into that make us anchor Floridians or <laughs> Prob- probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are some days it's like, do I have to admit I live in Florida? <laughs> well, Where are you originally from, Mike? Uh, oh, Derek, you're muted. I'm sure Derek was about to say that's a loaded question. Uh, I'm a ri- I was originally born in Kentucky. 
But by the time I graduated high school, I lived in, I had 13 different street addresses across four states. And then uh, after high school, added a few more street addresses, but a couple more states. So if you count college as well, you know, where I lived in for colleges. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a natural hillbilly. (laughs) Proud of my Kentucky roots. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, Pat, Ray, our head of design. Uh, yes, Good old Kentucky boy. Exactly. Don't don't mess with Kentucky basketball. <sighs> Kentucky basketball and their their football team is actually on the up and up as well. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I, I I've never really been a big Wildcats fan football wise. It's always been yeah. basketball. Like yeah, without a doubt, basketball is UK for sure. Yeah. Nice. Did your father, uh, Mike, also uh, nail the uh, <laughs> the the gutted rabbit? Uh, Onto your backboard or whatever, or whatever. No, no. My my dad was actually from Ohio, and my mom's from Michigan. Wow! It was uh, General Tire uh, of uh-huh. of Tire fame, the the rubber fame that uh, brought the family to Kentucky. Interesting. And interesting tidbit: I was sit three to six months shy of being born in Russia. Really. They wanted to take my dad to Russia to help uh, some exchange to help them with their tire plants. Then they found out that my mom's dad had escaped from the Ukraine during the Russian Revolution. And since this was during the Cold War, if something was to happen during the Cold War, they could safely get my my dad out. But my mom and I would probably have been kept. Damn. So I was just so close, so close, so close. Kentucky's looking better and better. (laughs) Hey, at least we're not West Virginia where the family tree grows straight up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, Pat's from Iowa and I'm from Fresno. So what are we going to say? Yeah. Hey, one of the best things that came from Iowa happened this year, and that was the cornfield game in baseball. Yep. That was a yep. gorgeous event. So they're playing Actually, another one loved- next year already. I forget who is playing. Uh, Cardinals Cubs. Oh, nice. This is what yeah. I'm hearing. My wife was born in, uh, lived in Dyersville. Okay. She lived in the town where Field of Dreams was filled. Uh, my wife has family in Dubuque. Oh, okay. That's where I grew up at. Okay. Home with the fighting right. Saints. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll you guys. All right. Have a good night, Carl. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, guys. Fun as always. Everybody take care. Stay well or get well or whatever state we're all in. No problem. Have a good night, Carl. Thank you. And I guess, Pat, one one of my last questions, and then I I don't know if Derek has a last question. Where can, because I was looking tonight, and it seemed kind of, kind of cryptic to find where can people find the turtles products online well uh right now you can go to walmart.com to purchase the newest sets the two packs that we talked about which actually we're doing four two packs right we're doing leo versus rocksteady mikey versus bebop mm-hmm. uh i gotta look at that versus triceraton oh. and donnie versus shredder oh Okay. Okay. So Donnie versus Shredder and Raph versus Triceraton probably are not out there yet, but they will be soon. Um, And then 
You can purchase the four original turtles at walmart.com as well. The party van and the blimp, the original blimp. <sighs> so that's uh, what Walmart has at Target. You can get the 1990s set, the movie set that's packed out in the illustrated uh, sort of subway car. Okay. Okay. And then, obviously, you found the black and white series. Uh, you found the Turtle Lair illustrated clothes box. And, Derek, you have the Mutant Module. And we did those through uh, Diamond Comics. I, I am looking at Walmart.com and the hooded Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles toys. Yeah. First three are the classic retro. And the first one on the list is Mikey. Yeah. Yeah. You look at I, I, I'm, with I'm, COVID and the supply chain issues. You know, it's hard to get inventory in and it's hard to keep everybody stocked these days. So a lot of times if you go to walmart.com, it might say out of stock or they may have to take it down because it's not available. But um, periodically check there. Okay. They, yeah. They say out of stock. But yeah, I, I it's going to be added to my wish list. But yeah fact that it still looks so gorgeous kudos guys you know it's definitely nostalgic and uh, that's the great thing about turtles whether it's you know originated back in the 80s or you got the 2012 version or even the rise of dare i say that um you know turtles never uh never age so to speak they always look good <laughs> oh the movie set Amazing. Yeah. And those are based on the original molds that were done back in, you know, case of the movies, the yeah, 1990s. Yeah. So, yeah. And the party van, too. That is the tool from the original party van uh, back in the uh, back in the 80s. And then they have that black and white battle damage set. I wonder who makes that. Axon? Black and white. AXN? It's a Walmart Not familiar, exclusive. Not familiar with them. Yeah, oh, brand is the loyal subjects who made it. What is it? The brand is the Loyal Subjects. They're the manufacturer and the brand. Interesting. Uh, let me do this so you can see. As I say, drop some ninja butt on them. Send the foot plan <laughs> their way. But when you see this, you're gonna see where I I was initially confused, thinking it was you guys. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not familiar. I'll have to go. I'll have to look at that. So I'm like, ooh, Playmates is doing extra heads, extra hands. Cool. <laughs> I, I should have known better. Uh, I mean, it's a nice looking set, but honestly, the black and white set y'all did for Diamond, yeah, ten times better. Thank you, ten times better. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have to play on uh, Walmart some more. Oh, Mikey and Bebop two pack, yes, love it, Mikey the man. Yep. And the pricing's not bad on these. The two pack thirty thirty four ninety seven according to Walmart. Yep. Um. I think the movie, the movie set, uh, what um, the foot with it's the four turtles splinter and a foot plan. It's 41 bucks. Uh, should be shredder, right? On the movie set. Uh, six piece set. And it's showing the four turtles splinter yeah. and a foot plan. Okay. Should, should be shredder, but uh, I'll have to take a look. Never mind. It's, uh, maybe look at, this is another clone. Oh, got it. Darn clones. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Derek, any final questions before we let Pat go? You're, you're still muted. You Did the Foot Clan get, get a hold of your mic? <laughs> nope. No. You need to do a Studio One re reboot? <laughs> still not hearing you. I guess while we're waiting for to see if Derek's able to get back on, I get his mic back on. To answer the question in the video from uh, Cobra Kai and Turtles, yeah, who, who to? I I would love to see a, a battle of the of the masters, Miyagi and Splinter. That would be cool. That would be cool. Um, don't count on that though. I mean, our rights are just with uh, 
Cobra Kai, the uh, right. Netflix series. We don't have the rights to the original Karate Kid. Ah, so Miyagi is not going to be able to have. Not, not at this time. What, what about? Uh, still no, Derek. Uh, what about Peyton's character? I can't think Peyton. of her. Uh, she, she plays, uh, she was the, the, that's not Danny LaRusso's daughter. That's the, uh, antagonist to Danny yes. LaRusso's daughter. Correct? Yes. Uh, she was on the show, Jesse, uh, Peyton. So is her real name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I know who you're talking about. I'm strong blank too, in terms of her character name, her against Venus. Oh, and we oh. bring Venus into the mix. Venus. Damn. When never say school. never. I doubt it though. <laughs> Went old school though. Yeah, it would be old school. So it would be old school. Derek, I'm assuming still no return on the mic. Yes, we hear you. I heard your clicks. Hey, there yeah, we go. Derek's back. <laughs> Any final oh. questions? Uh, one question. It's probably a difficult one. Um, do you have a favorite or one that's particularly close to your heart? Ooh. from the line any of the lines <laughs> any of the lines ah gosh any lines or any particular toys or anything Great one that question. you're just particularly so, happy with yeah um you know when we relaunched in 2012 and we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier with our deluxe figures and you know really trying to bring out whether it's the turtles personality or their martial art or ninja skills we did a, a segment of Deluxe called Power Sound, where you were able to mm. pull back on the arm or the leg of any particular turtle, and it would start talking. However, if you pulled it back far enough, it would get stuck on a syllable of a word it was saying. So, for instance, if he was saying, hi-ya, you would hear him say, hi-ya, <laughs> and then followed by a sound effect. <laughs> Oh, very cool. <laughs> Those are some of my favorites, you know, because very simple, but at the same time, very cool from the standpoint. Yeah, it brought out the turtle's personality. You hear the phrases, you hear them talk, but it had that little extra with it having the ability to yeah. repeat and hold the syllable. Very cool. I love that. Yeah, um, those were fun. Favorite turtle, favorite villain. Favorite villain? Oh, got to be Shredder, man. <laughs> Close, but no cigar. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I, I I love Bebop. Yeah, I, I like Bebop. That's why I like the the Mikey Bebop. Okay, Matt <laughs> Two Pack, great choice. No, okay. okay, Bebop and Rocksteady are iconic two turtles. It's like they right? made it for you. It, it is. It is. It is like they made it for me, and I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad it was done before they were on the show, or we could have influenced. Um, favorite favorite yeah. turtle. Favorite turtle. Or oh gosh, and, and we get, probably Raphael. Okay. Nice. Good choice. So Raph. go go to Walmart.com to see the latest turtle figures now. It's the easiest place to see them all. Um hopefully they'll appear again on Playmates Toys website in the future. Thought they will. Um Thought they will. Until next time. Yeah, you know, this is where I would usually say, hopefully we haven't asked left you asking want to know more. We're just gonna go Calabonga. <laughs> The bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.